And I'm Lou. Welcome to Homebrew. Here we talk about trendy education topics. Sorry about that. We were having a little technical difficulty. Um, microphones are important in radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So um, we are both educators. Lou, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'm Lou. I've been working with students for over 20 years. I started out as a big brother in high school, worked as a AmeriCorps member in college. After college, I was a youth counselor for at-risk youth in the wilderness. After that, I was a teacher, and now I'm a school administrator. I'm a father of five, and I have... And three of my children go to a local char public charter school. I'm Leah, and I've been in education for 10 years. I'm a high school English teacher. I have three children who um, are the cutest ever. Shout out to my kids. Woo woo. That woo woo was for Dennis. I know you're listening. Um, um, two of them are in public education, and one of them is a cute little toddler. Anyway, I'm so excited to do this show with Lou. Um, he's my pal. Because what we're doing here... <laughs> Wait, were you laughing because you're yeah, not Yeah, because mine? you could say something else right there, right? Um, because um, we're trying to get parents and educators and students, um, you know, in the conversation together to learn about trending education topics and get multiple perspectives. And today's topic is all about... School supplies. Okay. I'm not even kidding. <clears throat> when I looked at our Facebook page, Homeroom with Leo, Lou and Leah, and I saw people's responses to our post about this being our episode, people were, like, fired up. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're scared or mad or excited. I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of funny ones, too. Oh, I'm excited. There's a lot of funny ones. So we did a little bit of, like, historical research about school supplies. Mm -hmm. And the oldest school supply we could figure out was from 1450. Yeah, that's a long time ago. It was. And they had what was called a horn book. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I was like, is this the place you keep your bugle? Yeah, right. Um, but no, it's a little wooden tablet with a handle that I guess it's kind of like a slate, I guess. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it would have the alphabet printed on it. So kids oh, yeah, could see yeah, what yeah. the alphabet looked like. That makes sense. Yeah. And then in the 1800s, we all know kids. I don't know if we all know, but kids <laughs> were in one-room schoolhouses. And they had to bring their own slate board and chalk. Okay, this reminds me of Little House on the Prairie, right? When um, You're going to look at me like I've watched it. <laughs> Laura didn't have enough money to buy two slates and pencils and so she had to share with her sister mary and i can imagine that was difficult at times and mr olson was really nice and i think he gave them each one i'm going to go back and do my research i think we lost all of our listeners right now yeah right <laughs> little house on prairie reference all right so in 1943 the folder came out and it was the peachy folder and they had yeah they had sports <laughs> figures on them and i guess kids liked them but yeah yeah, yeah. they were uh, they were called peachies because they were only in the color of Peach. Is that also like technically Manila? Like, is that the same? Yeah, color? right. <laughs> it's the same thing now. Um, this was interesting. In the seventies, pocket calculators were brought into schools. I guess that's when they got rid of the abacus. Like, yeah. What did they use between <laughs> abacus and calculator? What their brains? I can't even imagine. Yeah, my favorite is the pocket calculator. <laughs> yeah. Keep it in their pocket. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it right here. I'm going to pull out my calculator and. and Figure that out, Mrs. Uh, do you remember when they came out with the watch ones? The watch calculator? Yeah. Yeah, in the 90s or the 80s? I don't know when it was. I, I always wanted one. I, I thought those kids were cool. Little did we know. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Could have a calculator in my pocket. I, um, the, this is my favorite fact, or historical fact. In 1970s, the Trapper Keeper came out, and it gained popularity in the 80s and 90s. It was a stylish way of keeping organized with dividers and a closing flap that held everything in place. With, with Velcro. With Velcro. I know. I think I got mine in fourth grade. It was like this solid blue Trapper Keeper, and I kept it all the way until like 10th grade. <laughs> With the same papers in it, same pencil, <laughs> same divider. <laughs> just classy. put in my backpack. What did yours look like? It was just a solid blue one. Oh, that's Because I really wanted a Dodgers one, but they never had one. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, it's just rough. I had the one that was like the beach with the palm tree on it. Mm -hmm. You people know what I'm talking about, Yeah, it's right? the Miami Vice one. I had the Miami Vice Trapper Keeper. But I had a friend who had a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper with like a... Um, like a panda bear and like psychedelic hearts and I was really jealous of that for like 45 seconds it was hard but um, that Trapper Keeper man it was awesome but they almost made a comeback about 10 years ago they did but I think Five Star just beat them out 
Like in high school, I used Five Star. Did you use Five Star notebooks? I, 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 uh, oh, I'd like zip up all my stuff and had a special spot for your pencils. I loved my Five Star. Anyway. It is. Okay, yeah. so uh, <laughs> through the 16th and 18th centuries, parents in various countries yes. would <laughs> provide educators with their basic needs by sending their children to school with food like apples and potatoes <laughs> because teacher salaries did not make meet the cost of living. So that people should bring us potatoes now. Yeah, right. <laughs> if a kid brought me a potato, but like I don't know, what are you gonna do with that? If a kid brings me an apple, um, it's happened before. You know, here's an apple, teacher. Um, I'm actually really grateful because I'm hungry. So bring me an apple. But one year, um, I was really into Diet Coke for a while. But yes, I, you were. I swore off the sauce. One year, my students found out that I liked Diet Coke, and every day for like a week, people would bring in 16 pack like cans Mm -hmm. to me and it just became funny to them I think it was like a game um to see how much diet coke they could fill my room I'm I'm not even kidding you underneath my desk was yeah I remember that I was there diet coke um so thank you I guess they were trying to um keep me awake or uh try to you know fix the fact that I don't get paid a lot maybe they thought I couldn't (laughs) afford it (laughs) anyway uh, what was your favorite school supply as a kid Lou I really liked mechanical pencils. Yes, they yeah. erase so well. No, not for that fact. Oh. For just in class, you just could click away. Did you ever do the thing where you would give somebody a shot with your mechanical pencil? Oh, yeah, pencil? all the time. Like you'd fake a shot? I thought mm-hmm. that was so cool. And we used to play pencils a lot as... What's like, pencils? Uh, you would like hold up a pencil and the other kid would take the pencil and try to break it with his pencil. That sounds like a boy game. Oh, it was such <laughs> a boy game. I don't think every girl's ever played. My mother would be furious if I spent my time breaking pencils in class instead of learning. Oh, it was, it was a significant amount of my elementary school years. Did you do the paper football game too? No, I really wasn't into that. What? Yeah. What about bloody knuckles? Mm, school supplies. So what was your favorite? <laughs> He's like, and we're off. Um, I really liked mechanical pencils, but one year I got a pen that had multiple colors on it. And you just like, oh, click yeah. the multiple you colors. You still have one of those. I, we actually have a few because I was so excited about it. Um, anyway, whenever I got to use that in class, because the teacher would allow you to use colorful pens, like mm-hmm. it, was, it was a big day. So I really loved that. Yeah, so one thing that blew my mind when I was in, I was a little guy, probably sixth or seventh grade, when I found out mechanical pencils have different sized lead. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Kids will be like, hey, miss your name. Do you have .05 lead? I'm like, who are you talking to? (laughs) It's lead, right? No, it's not. They're different things. And then what's up with number two pencils? I want to be number one. Like It bothers me. Yeah, they come out with like like 2.5 and 2.8. I don't know. I wonder if any rebels use like one during tests because they say only use number two. And like, I wonder if it actually works. Mm. That's a good question. Yeah. I hmm. should tempt some of my students to do that. I uh, You don't know. I better not. All right. So did you ever spend your own money on school supplies? I did in high school. I wanted cute things in high school. So I sometimes spent my own money, mostly on colorful gel pens. Those were cool when I was in high school. Remember the gel pens? The- I liked the glittery ones. My friend Heather would always write my name on everything because she wrote my name really pretty. And so she would write my name in a gel pen on all of my worksheets. I had the cutest worksheets. He's looking. Okay. You. For all of our listeners, all seven of you, um, Lou is looking at me like I'm the biggest idiot right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't care about your gel pen. There are people out there who do. Shout out to gel pens. What about you? Glittery. No. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. You would never buy your own school supply. With oh, no. Pen. I'd be the guy in class that, you know, pull out a piece of paper and I'd start looking around. <laughs> anyone got a pencil? Anyone, anyone got a pencil? Anyone got paper? Anyone? Yeah, anyone? teacher. There's always that kid or 12 of them in my class. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, pull out a piece of paper. They're like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back at half past the hour to talk about some facts and statistics about school supplies. All right. Welcome back to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. Um, today we are talking about school supplies. Um, check out the conversation at Homeroom or Homeroom with Lou and Leah on our Facebook page. Yeah. So uh, last year, last week, I tried to. Get us to 150 likes. Yeah. And we got, we got 30. We got 30 more. So we're at 120. That's pretty exciting. That is pretty exciting. Yeah. People like us. Yeah. But the better thing is like how many people have viewed our page this week? Yeah. Thousands. And uh, across the country. Yeah. We have someone so from cool. Oklahoma. Shout out to O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma. And we had yeah. some guy from New Mexico <laughs> post on our page. 
That's big time. Oh, yeah. We, we can syndicate the show anytime now. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're on show number three. All right. So we did some research about school supplies, and we learned some interesting information. And so you know what that means, Lou? It is time for... It's Quick Facts. It's Quick Facts. Quick Facts. That's right. It's time for our school supply Quick Facts. Yeah, so the first one is, so out of 1,500 teachers polled, 93% of those teachers feel obligated to spend at least or somewhat obligated to spend to buy school supplies for their classrooms with their own money. Uh, yep. Um, another quick fact, in the United States, 79 million students carry backpacks. <laughs> That's interesting. Of those, more than 92% haul more than 10 to 22% of their body weight. Yeah, well, if a kid weighs bags. 22 pounds, okay. <laughs> you know, you put a notebook in there. Oh, it's weighing them down. It's not even an interesting quick fact. I'm deleting that. <laughs> That's like obvious. <laughs> Give us another quick fact. All right. So the National Retail Foundation in 2013, you, you did just delete that. I did. <laughs> it is useless after you read it to delete it. Fact. I thought I already had deleted it. All right. So anyway, so the average household spends about $634 on apparel, shoes, school supplies, and electronics. That's crazy. In 2013, that's what they realized. Yeah, yeah. So you only know it's going up. That, wow. Because um, shoes are not getting cheaper. They aren't, right? Or um, school supplies. <laughs> those pencils. In 2013, um, it was estimated that $26.7 billion were spent in back-to-school expenses. Billion dollars. All right. So eight in 10, eight in 10 back-to-school shoppers say they will adjust spending due to the economy. Many turn to the internet to save money. 36% comparative shop online. And this is interesting. Back to school and back to college spending serves as the second biggest consumer spending event for retails behind the winter holidays. It's like second Christmas. It's like 11 Z's. For who? I don't know. Who's the second Christmas for? Uh, good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this, you know, actually, okay. So this is what I do because... I'm that mom. My kids get underwear for Christmas, right? So because so my daughter's birthday is in. Is, they're like, where are you going with this? My daughter's birthday is in August. Sometimes we give her school supplies for her birthday. Happy birthday! Here are the things I had to buy you oh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad idea. I want an August kid now. That makes sense. <laughs> no, you're not having any more kids. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some of our favorite quick facts. I think that. This, this, um, the one, our first quick fact, the 1500 teachers, 93% of them said they are obligated to purchase school supplies for their own classrooms with their own money. Um, I do that. I buy stuff all the time, especially in my first couple years of teaching, because when you walk into a classroom in public schools and I've been to many, but, um, this is what it is. They say, here's your room. Good luck. <laughs> it doesn't come stocked sometimes with even a stapler or a tape dispenser, um, let alone, you know, hand sanitizer, wipes, and, you know, cute posters on the wall. We are paying for these things out of our own pockets. Yeah, I, I know people do. I don't know if I ever... No, there was one year I did that I got all my stuff ready and I had all these little bins and stuff, but it was only like $28. Oh, no. If don't, no, We'll have to go off air to, to talk about how much money... Leah spends on school supplies for her class yearly. But it's like over time. So like every day, every time I go to is Target. Is that because your husband's listening? Yes, that's exactly why. It's because my husband's listening. <laughs> Hi, Phil. Um, like I'll pick up pencils or I'll pick up tissue or I'll pick up whatever. Because here's the thing. If you don't have tissue in your class and there's no toilet paper in the bathroom to steal, <clears throat> not that I do that, um, Your kids, the kids are leaving the room to go get tissue, you know? And mm -hmm. that means they're missing on out on fabulous educational opportunities because they have a booger. Like, it's upsetting. Oh, and kids blow their nose on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. I never blew my nose that much, but I do remember blowing my nose just to get up and walk oh, yeah. across the room. Like, I, that was like my little tactic. So part of me is like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Your nose is fine. And then other times I'm like, you are nasty. What's mm -hmm. wrong with your nose? All right. So my, my one was uh, the 600 and some odd dollars people spend... Per family. Yeah, per, per family for school supplies. Yeah. It's a lot of school supplies. Like, I understand, like, clothes and, sure. like, shoes are into that, but... But that's annually. Okay, so I think about, like, based on, like, the amount of clothes I buy for my kids and, you know, pencils, lunch boxes, backpacks, you know, stuff mm -hmm. like that. It does kind of add up 
we're not, I'm not the type of person to buy it all at once. So maybe my, you know, bottom line won't be 688, but probably over the year, you know, things to prepare my child for school so that they have what they need. It probably is. And with electronics nowadays, I can, I can see it being more. Oh yeah. Cause a lot of people like require. Cause there's only so many trapper keepers you can buy and like. We need to go back to the trapper keeper. And, and peachy folders. Memories. <laughs> and gel pens that glitter. Back up off my gel pens. That's the second time you made fun of me for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And so the other one is um, I think a lot of families, and you'll see when we read our Facebook comments, yeah. do have to adjust spending for the school year, the beginning of the school year. Yeah, to accommodate. I mean, I know that we're caref- more careful in August because we know that our kids are going to need shoes and the good crayons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So always like Which a, we're going to talk about later. <laughs> yeah, it always begs the question like why do we buy shoes in August? Yeah. Cuz they wear flip-flops or go barefoot all summer and <laughs> they're like, "Oh, you need shoes now." For some reason, <laughs> I think there's something about going back to school and feeling like I'm fresh and I'm hip and I'm cool. Do kids say hip? I don't even no, know. No, probably not. <laughs> but I I don't know. I didn't often get, you know, a back to school shoe um cuz we we grew up pretty Yeah, you got shoes. Poor. <laughs> We're so poor. We got one shoe at a time. <laughs> no offense. The other one's on layaway. It's on layaway. Um, but honestly, like if I got a new pair of shoes or a cute new outfit, I feel like the first day of school, you have to be looking cute because people will be wondering what you did all summer. Same thing after Christmas or winter break. <clears throat> um, you have to come back um, with your new outfit that you got or people wonder if your parents even loved you. Oh, yeah. Like you have to have a new outfit. And like if you got like seven. a random thing, like a pair of headphones... Like you had to wear them to school on you that first day. You just show it off. Yeah, it's a thing. If it's it wasn't plugged into anything. Remember those big old Walkmans you used to have, those CD players? Yes. People try to shove them in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> in their giant pants. Remember yeah. giant pants? Oh. Um, this is interesting. It's the second biggest spending event for retailers. And I'm trying to think if I could even find an argument for anything else being a bigger event. There's nothing else that really forces people to go shopping. No. It's not like, hey, it's... uh, Columbus Day. (laughs) Get your flags and your disease and come on. Columbus killed a lot of people with his disease spreading. He's looking at me like, what? Come on, that's a knowledgeable thing. It's a fun fact. Yeah, it is a fun fact. (laughs) Anyway, so those were our quick facts. (laughs) If you want want to uh, uh, look at our resources for this segment, you can check it out on our Facebook page. Lou and homeroom with Lou and Leah. Also, be sure to respond to our question of the week, which we have a lot of responses. Yes, already. we do. <laughs> so I don't know if we're going to be able to get to everyone. We want to. And let us know your thoughts, and we will read some of them in the, in about an hour. Yeah, well, we'll be back in about I don't know what ten minutes to chat with our guest speaker, y'all. I'm so excited. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm thrilled. Welcome back to homeroom with Lou and Leah. On WQFS 90.9. Today we're talking about school supplies. That's right. And it's time to bring someone else into the conversation. That's right, everyone. It's time to bring in a special person who I like to call a guest speaker. Cheesiest thing ever. I don't know why people don't like this bumper. I love this bumper. It's yeah. a guest speaker. It kind of like sets the it's tone. A guest Today, our guest speaker is Rochelle. Rochelle, tell us a lot of bit about yourself. A lot of bit. A lot of bit about yourself. <laughs> I'm brunette, blue eyed. <laughs> Me too. High five. High five on a good day. <laughs> I'm a five on a good day. I think you're a no, ten. F- five, five, like. Some- oh, five, five. I thought you were like I'm a five, and I'm like no. Oh man. Lou, <laughs> what is she no, like a ten, dear? I um uh, an eleven. Say it. <laughs> no, no, no! Like uh, I'm a, I know, I know, I know. I'm a, I'm a mother of five children. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's see. I have a <laughs> background in uh, working with at-risk youth um, and working for nonprofit agencies. But currently, I don't work. I uh, yes, you do. I work, yes, you do. I work full time <laughs> taking care of five kids and so. a husband. And a husband, depending mm-hmm. on the day. <laughs> they both. They all need love. Rochelle, did you have a school supply list when you were growing up? Okay, so I was thought about this, but 
not that I necessarily remember, but I do kind of remember going shopping with my parents and making a big deal because I remember Trapper Keepers and I remember yeah. really wanting one. And my parents, I'm the youngest of seven, and we never got cool stuff. And so <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never got never. it. Or we got the knockoff brand my dad got from like the Scratch and Dent store or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I never got a Trapper Keeper, but I always Bonner. wanted a Trapper Keeper. So I remember, but except I remember that we just got like a notebook with dividers, a Trapper Keeper, and pencils. Yeah. And I remember mechanical pencils being cool. Mechanical pencils that, are cool. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you'd have some kids that would bring in the cool Elmer's glue, but you got stuck with this rubber cement and like, <gasps> she brought in the stuff. So I think that that yeah. was like... But in 2017, we have to outlaw rubber cement. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like it for a different reason. <laughs> you would have been cool in 2017, <laughs> Rochelle. <laughs> um, so how many children do you have in school? Okay, well, it depends on how you can. I got three kids that are actually in a, like a K through 12 but sure. I, I have uh, two that are in preschool. So so they all need a lunchbox. It, yeah, and they all, like, <laughs> there's supplies that come. They actually, <laughs> sadly, preschool has a supply list. There are what? things. You're like, I this already news. pay for you. Oh, yeah, I pay, I, pay, you're, I pay for, a, like, a, a learning notebook for them um, so that you just buy that outright. And then, you you know, you pay for um, some small, and then you pay for field trips for preschools. Dang, that's a lot. So... A I don't learning know. notebook? <laughs> Do they get to keep the learning notebook? Yeah, they sent it home at the end of the year. Okay. Okay, I don't know. So is it just a notebook or is it a learning notebook? No, it's got the, you know, like the ABCs <laughs> call it a learning and the notebook. and that kind of stuff in Goodness. it. You need to get a writing notebook. This is the <laughs> Oh, like everyone else? Oh, you mean the notebook's not for, anyway. Mm-hmm. That's redundant. All right, so how much do you spend on each child's school supply list? Way too freaking much. Okay, that's not a number. Way too much. No, I don't think I could break it down because I go to school supplies shopping with all of them. So, uh-huh. oh, I mean, if nice. I had to divide it, and some kids have their lists are more. Oddly, to me, kindergarten is the most expensive year. Oh, yeah. it is. There's no Because they have this list that's like exorbitant, like it's, it's ridiculously long. And it's all these strange things that are hard to find. Like what? Like the pencils? Like the stupid, the one year. <laughs> no, I can never learn that word. The one year, and I understand, but to me, again, they should just put and or but they put the stupid sleeping mat right and i remember i went i was a little late to the game and i went to like nine stores trying to find the stupid mm. sleeping mat and even asked at the walmart you guys have the sleep oh uh. because apparently those just came back into fashion they didn't used to be cool what napping just well, got snow again no. you get sleep on the floor <laughs> i slept on the floor in kindergarten i don't know fine. whether they did that you know but to me it's like bring a blanket with their name on it, or if you want to get this fancy dancy sleeping mat that you have to go to seven stores for, they're twenty that. bucks. I, yeah, I saw expensive. them recently because I was like, I want one of those for my classroom so, during my and I understand. <laughs> I understand the ease of it. It makes it easier just to have flip out a mat for each kid and e- easier for storage. I totally understand that. But what happens again, to the mats from last year? They take them home. They send them home. No, see, I would be like, so then you can keep that gross mat. (laughs) Then it ends up in my toy room being torn apart into small pieces. Mm. (laughs) So, so when does napping go out of style in school? Like first grade? Well, kindergarten is the only year they do that. In some math classes, it's always. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I napped in some classes for sure. Totally napped in math. I did there, unless there was a cute boy keeping my attention. No sleeping for this guy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What, you were too busy asking for pencils. Oh, I was too busy doing lots of things, not paying attention. Was <laughs> or breaking pencils. What was that game called? Pencils? Pencils, yes. Pencils. It's very simple. All right, so do you have to uh, alter the family budget in order to purchase school supplies? Uh, yeah. How so? Basically, we we have to save up. We, well, because we have a really constricted budget. I, I have a husband who's in public education. So we... <laughs> he must be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to, you know, uh, realize that in August, not only for most teachers, you don't get paid yeah, two months a tough, year. Y'all. And you also have to say, okay, on top of that, I got to save up X amount. Because you not only have to buy school supplies, but you have to buy, like you said, the back-to-school outfits, the back-to-school shoes. Hair bows. Yeah, hair bows, that kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I hate buying socks. They're a grudge purchase. So it really is a huge, like a whole big chunk out of your budget that goes, uh, and and when you make not much in August, it's literally your save. You have to have a huge chunk. And for us, it's actually, I would say, equal to Christmas or wow. more. Oh, yeah. When you think about each kid could be you Those know, poor 80 kids. to $100. <laughs> Oh, my husband just texted me. This just in. I totally played pencils. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Phil. (laughs) Um, What are your thoughts about how school supplies that you purchased are used in schools? I have feelings too, Rochelle. (laughs) See, this is the subject again, because 
Because I've, I'm married to a public educator. I understand that teachers don't make a lot of money. Sure. And a lot of their, their, I mean, I have a sister who's a public educator and she, um, you know, uh, my husband, who's, when he was a public educator, his was like, I think a lot of men's classroom is, which is kind of bare bones. And then you it's have the women. Fair. We should have like a whole thing about, you know, expectations for female teachers versus male teachers. <laughs> as my far classroom, as classroom is sterile. Goes. Yeah. Well, but there's a lot of, you know, but that's a personal choice for a female and based on teachers. I mean, like, no, I shouldn't say female. That's a personal teacher choice for a teacher how how exorbitant they want their room to be decorated that's up to them you know yeah. what i mean yeah i understand that there's expectations sure though. if sure. i walked in to a kindergarten class I, and there was nothing on the walls and oh no well kindergarten is different okay story. if i walked into a 10th grade class i would be like my kid's gonna be so bored in here. that would totally be my cousin's classroom though. well <laughs> my classroom's adorable in other news my husband said he lost pencils because his mom bought cheap sawdust composite yeah 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 i know those ones <laughs> they weren't the ticonderogas yeah. <laughs> okay, so, but, and I understand the, the the pool that, you know, like a lot of the stuff goes into a generic pool for kids who maybe don't bring stuff in. The or share maybe bin. The share bin. And I'm not, I know some people get all bent out of shape about that. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily get bent out of shape because I know it comes out of the teacher's budget if it doesn't. But my question, I guess my anger about it is why does it come out of the teacher's budget? <laughs> like, yeah. It, there are states in this union that have... America. America. <laughs> that have <laughs> that have a budget or that have a supply closet. They still exist. Where yeah. teachers can go in and there's a supply closet and there's pencils. To me, I'm going to spend, let's say, Ticonderoga pencils. Ticonderoga. <laughs> five times. Four dollars on a pack of pencils. Where if you gave a teacher 10 bucks, they could buy twice that amount for cheaper, yeah. for for a bigger bulk amount and it's just it's just a waste of funds to me and i've seen yeah. in in classrooms i'm not going to name names or name schools hmm. yeah don't but do uh, but i've seen this will be the first episode where i don't accidentally <laughs> name a school <laughs> i have seen wasted money like ridiculous yeah. amounts of wasted money whether it's smart boards that are going unused or equipment that's not touched or stuff that sits in closets and gets dusty or why is that money not being spent on pencils for heaven's sakes yeah. or highlighters or expo markers Remember, uh, if you're just now joining us, you are listening to Homeroom with Lou and Leah on WQFS Greensboro 90.9. We're talking with a parent of um, school-aged kids about school supplies, and we're talking about how frustrating it is, you know, to uh, pay for items that are not used properly um, as well. And that's what I was going to ask you next. Has that ever happened to you where your kid comes home at the end of the school year with an unused (sighs) school supply? (laughs) Yeah, no, so the story about kindergarten. I don't know why kindergarten's my pet peeve, but kindergarten, they have this like <laughs> primary composition notebook, right? You all know what I'm talking about because you all have been out searching for it. Primary <laughs> composition notebook Is it the that they one? only, that has like the picture and then the white, the like dotted line in the middle. Like it's, I understand yeah. it's for little kids to write on, right? Sure. And I understand the purpose of it. But when it comes home at the end of the year and five pages are missing out of it, Ooh. They only used five pages. <laughs> yeah, that was literally, I might be exact, but it was literally not even half the notebook. Oh, yeah. And that's after I literally searched everywhere. I called the teacher, and I know your teachers are out there saying, well, if you have a problem, call the teacher. I did. I called the teacher. <laughs> I called you. <laughs> and, the teacher, <laughs> and the teacher said, well, I found them here, here, and here. And so then I went back to the same store that I've been to three times, and they were over in the, like, office supply section instead of, the, you know. Anyway. Instead of the kindergarten supply section. Yeah, I got no, and they were and they were sixed off. It was I think it was four ninety nine for the composition what? book as opposed Y'all, to like the regular composition books. Now, again, I understand wasted paper that kind of stuff. But you could have copied that paper. Had every kid get those or even bought one pack. One and pulled <laughs> and ripped, pulled, out, ripped the pages. out pages. I just think that there's there's stuff that ch- teachers genuinely need, and then there's stuff that's just wasted. For example. I have an issue. I don't know why this is my issue, but it is with the stupid eight-pack crayons. You know what? Eight-pack crayons is dumb. Why can't my kid color with pink? Well, not just that, but I'll buy the 24-pack that's 50 cents as opposed to $4, and you can throw away the extra 16 crayons <laughs> if you don't want them. That's true. The eight-pack is more expensive. But what do teachers them. have against cerulean? <laughs> <laughs> but the problem color. is you have parents like me who have been doing it for a while, and I know, like, the Fiskar scissors, I'm not going to buy the Fiskar scissors. I'm going to buy the knockoff Walmart brand that's 25 cents, yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. Um, but at some schools, it's not okay, and they make, like, a specific – I have a friend in California who they, she says they, it, they say no rose art. What they specifically? And I'm okay. What kind of kindergarten Picasso are we raising here? Like <laughs> they can't use like generic school supplies. Like how special is the craft you're doing that it has to be a certain brand? Well, I think a lot of it is because uh, it's convenience. Like 
the truth is, like with the Ticonderoga, they're better pencils and oh they last gosh. longer and they sharpen oh, better. I feel like we should get a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Ticonderoga. But I'm not, it's not worth paying that much. When I have, when you ask me for, I'm not even kidding. When I, I have a what grade she in? Second grader. Yeah. And they asked for seven packs or eight packs of pencils. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. What? And I'm not buying eight packs of Ticonderoga. And that's like the thing. There's some kids who are playing that pencil game, destroying <laughs> them. And then your kid only uses like 10 a year. And then, and we have to make up for that? Yeah, pencils. Y'all, I'm telling you right now. All right, all right. So we need to move on. So you have a funny story about buying school supplies. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I have lots of funny stories Recently? about school supplies. But all so right, the I, most recent. So, well, I have to take all five kids shopping with me, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, most times, because wow. for some reason they don't let me does leave the kids at home. <laughs> <laughs> does anyone ever say, boy, do you have your hands all full? All the time. Infuriating. You know what I say to that? Better yes. than them being empty. Sucka. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> like, why don't you lend me one of yours? Like, jerk. No, my favorite is actually when I go to places like Costco and people say, are those all yours? And I think. No, I thought it would be a good idea to pick up a couple extra kids and bring them <laughs> with me to Costco. All right, so funny story. So this year, actually, we went shopping, and it was great because... So I try to keep a pretty good monitor, but I got five kids, and we're, like, running around putting stuff up, and I have the list, and I'm like, go get this, go get that, and trying to, and then, no, the cheap one, you know, like the pen. <laughs> when they bring back the Bic pens, and I'm like, no, the knockoff brand. Anyway, we have a... And by the time you buy... Uh, ties for that many kids your whole car is packed fat, like really full yeah and um, I have a son that's three and apparently he just started throwing stuff in and I, and <laughs> oh I yeah start, he's in and, on oh, it oh yeah and I'm like no no honey you can't have this no you can't have that like like you know Batman lunch boxes and, and he had like the so pop awesome. the pop patrol racers and I pulled out like nine of those <gasps> but we go to check out and apparently I didn't look thoroughly enough and I get home and we're dividing I'm, I'm saying okay you have to go down the list and we're putting them in the bin so everybody has the stuff that they need and I end up with uh, a couple minion pencil packs <laughs> <laughs> that we did not need nor did oh, I yeah. know we bought you slipped them in yes yeah, so I have a whole bag full of supplies I need to reti- return the- or save them for his birthday yeah, right. <laughs> Here, here's a pencil pouch for you <laughs> here's three you picked it out alright so funny. Rochelle will you stick around for another segment sure <laughs> All right, we will be back at 10 after the hour. You're listening to Homeroom with Lou and Leah on 90.9 WQFS. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Um, we're Homeroom with Lou and Leah. All right, see you in a bit. Thanks. So you're listening to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. If you're just now joining us, we're chatting with a parent about school supply lists. Hey, Rochelle. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that before erasers were invented, the best way to erase graphite was with a rolled up piece of white bread? That's kind of disgusting as a carboholic that's infuriating don't waste the bread Uh, one more reason you shouldn't eat white bread in some places erasers are called rubbers (laughs) um that's because it would rub out pencil marks if people were passing out rubbers in my school (laughs) they would be pencils they would better be pencils that's all i have to say about that this is a family show um rochelle we'd like to give you the opportunity to rant about school supply lists got 20 seconds are you ready for this I'm ready for this. All right. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> we don't have a rant song. Okay, Rochelle. It's okay. Whatever you need to say, say it. Be the, the voice of the people. Bottom line is this. I, I, I respect what teachers are doing and the money they're spending, but I think that like everything else and not everything else, like lots of other things in education, it needs to be streamlined and there's a better way to do it. And there's there's states who are doing it. Like I know uh, what I was reading and, and there's a couple states in the union where they have a little bit, ex- they pay a little bit extra in taxes and that money goes to- totally school supplies. Kids, teachers don't have to buy anything. Parents don't have to buy anything. Nice. Or, you know, even simply like a, a 10, I'll, I'd be willing to pay 10, let's pay 10 bucks, pay 10 bucks per student because my 10 bucks with the teacher spending it at a school supply store in bulk is worth 20 bucks totally and they'd be able to spend more get what they want mm-hmm. and get exactly what they want and then people will be it all around more respected i think mm-hmm. there's just a better way to do it yeah. and and the way that we're doing it now is is the, the school most mainly in my list if you're a teacher out there and you're listening if you need eight count crayons and there's a good reason you need them <laughs> you better tell me there's a good reason why you want eight count only eight crayons or even the ticonderoga pencil put next to it in parentheses they're the best kind please get if possible you know what i mean be respectful the parents out there pencils <laughs> and, oh my gosh and i hear all, i hear all these people out there who who uh, it's like not that big of a deal well you got to be respectful. You have one or two children you're buying school supplies for. And I understand my it was my choice to have a big family. Sure. But you still have to understand that there are people out there that, that whether their income's not the same as yours or they, have, or they have more <laughs> children than yours, that they're dealing, like for us, school supplies, like I'm just going to give you an idea. Like we didn't even buy, I'm not even talking shoes, backpacks, anything. And I spent $200 on just 
paper, uh, like the. the you didn't even buy lunch boxes. Not, not even lunch boxes. That is just straight up the supply list that you gave glue. me. Glue. Glue. Two hundred dollars of glue. <clears throat> and to me, that two hundred dollars. Be two hundred dollars of glue. If I if I had given you as a school hundred bucks, that would have been really translated into two hundred dollars when you spend it and buy it in bulk, and it would be worth twice the amount, and you'd get exactly what you wanted to. Bottom line is just it to me, it's a foolish way of doing things. Agreed. And there's way better streamlined ways for teachers' benefit, for our benefit, for everybody's benefit to do this. And to me, it's a prime example of everything, the other things in education where it's a broken wheel and people just try to patch the broken wheel instead sure. of reinventing it or doing yeah. it differently. And that's the bottom line for me. So um, something that I've noticed is it when oh. some kids have like cool school supplies and some people have like, you know, the more inexpensive ones, um, it already sets up this, um, you know, like a, not a caste system, I don't want to say. Oh, <laughs> but like there's a thing, you know, kids know. You know that you didn't get the taco huda hot up. And my last thing is the Expo markers, okay, because there's some places they need to ask. Like I have a friend who has a list that have two packages of Expo markers. <gasps> two packages of Expo markers times like 30 average of 30 kids. Who goes through that many Expo markers? I Come on, you can teach you writing a lot, man. You can, even if the kids themselves are writing, you can write, you can write your ABCs all day long. And that's, that's a I mean, lot. That's, that's, that's a lot. All day long for 180 days. And I've days. talked to several teachers who are like, at the end of the year, there's there's wasted supplies. And I've talked to teachers who said that there's not, but there's oh, there's wasted supplies. There's for there's sure. waste. I've been in. I've seen it. I know not in is. everyone's classroom, you know, but. but but I know is school as a whole, <laughs> you know, <laughs> friends who they, my my sister has to pay f a fee on top of bringing oh, like, oh, two uh, and hey, three hey, rooms. Hey, of, hey, don't jump of, into our other segment now. <laughs> hey, hey. All right. So right now, you done with your rant? You good? Okay, you're good. All right. We gave her more right now. We're seconds. going. I yeah, know. Where's it's your little buzzer? It's because she's pretty. Oh, geez, here you go. <laughs> I'm pretty. But you see uh, the what we call what we lovingly call the lightning round, oh, where yeah. we throw questions at you, but we have to do our favorite bumper. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish it? I wish I had any anything to do with that bumper. You had everything to do. No, with I probably did not. All right, Rochelle, we're going to do a little word association and fill in the blank with you. Okay. Where you we say a word and or a phrase, and you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Right into the microphone. Are That's you? Yes, yes, please. Yeah. yeah. After school supplies, we don't have the FCC fine money. All right. All right. Ready? Go. Food. Food. <laughs> Yum. Okay. Shucks, you didn't say protein. <laughs> protein. <laughs> protein. Pencils. Tight car. <laughs> Someone buy me that pencil, please. Uh, I need to a, know why it's, it's a superior. dirty word now. <laughs> Loose leaf paper. Perfect. <laughs> Better than co eight composition books. I agree. You know, what, I, I hate say. that ripping out the little. <laughs> On the edge of the I paper. I send five composition, six, six composition books for my second grader, and they'll all come back half used. Yeah. What happened to binders with tab dividers in a trapper keeper? Bring back the trapper keeper. Yeah, yep. Okay, right. next word. Boys. <laughs> to men. <laughs> yes! Justin Timberlake. Oh, bringing sexy back. Mm. You know what? Mm. I'm impressed. Mm. I didn't even know it was gone. And then he brought it back. I mean, oh, that's talent. And then when you saw him in the tuxedo, and then like, I was like, oh, you did bring it back. Go, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, go. Uh, we knew. Yeah. Next, next person we're bringing in is a guy guest. <laughs> I just can't do it. All right, Rochelle, the next um, word is Downton Abbey. Oh, God. I don't know. Just blow up the city already. <laughs> blow up the compound. <laughs> no, it's the best ever. The best uh. ever. The most annoying school supply you've ever had to buy. And you cannot say Takahuda pencils. The stupid mat. The oh, the mat. The sleeping mat. <laughs> if you were a school supply, what would you be? <laughs> Piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the rubber. <laughs> the eraser. <laughs> it's an eraser, people. If you're just now joining us. <laughs> I'd be that. Uh, I'd be those little, you know, that the the new rulers that are all floppy that you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> you would <laughs> lose face right You'd now. You'd be killing floppy me. ruler. I'd be a floppy, floppy ruler, ruler girl. Can you remember the thing we said that what guys can guys cannot can, say, girls, but girls cannot. Can, yeah, 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 girls can say that. Yeah, I couldn't be a floppy ruler. <laughs> could, that could not be my supply. Keep your ruler <laughs> in your binder. All right, which one of your kids 
is your favorite? <laughs> oh. I wrote this question. Depends on the day. That's Ooh. what I said. The answer would be <laughs> friends. All right. This is my favorite lightning round question for you. The word is Lewis. Mm. Lewis. <laughs> I'm going to say it like Lewis. <laughs> She's speechless. This is good. Um, well, half the names that I have to know. <laughs> my brother, my son, my father-in-law. Whatever. There you go. What's the no- most annoying thing about living with an educator? Ooh. Gosh. Uh, educator, administrator is the, uh, I think is the probably the same complaint lots of people have. They don't know how to leave it at there. Yeah. You come bring, home and bring the work home. Yeah, yeah. Now I have a radio show. <laughs> education. Uh, next what's, one. Uh, what was one thing you could change about school supply shopping? That I didn't have to do it. I just, oh, yeah. like I just said, <laughs> give me, let me pay five, and, ten dollars, and yeah, you, and you buy it in bulk and buy what you want. Uh, right. Your last lightning round question is: If you could buy your own lunchbox right now for you, what would it be? Oh, duh! I know, a Wonder be? Woman, Wonder one. Woman all day. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. Like a plastic one or a good old like metal one? No, I want those ones. That, you know where the top opens, like the construction workers have. Those are the cool ones. Yeah, yeah. the top opens With and the it has the thermos, thermos that matches. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nailed it. All right. I, I liked five. Rochelle's lightning round. All right, so Leah, yes. last week we didn't get to put you through the lightning round. I have yet to go through the lightning so round. So we have our guest speaker here has oh, a gosh. few questions for you. They're not bad. But no, we have to play our bumper oh, again. Lord. No, we don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> and this time the everyone round. has to sing. Leah, it is your turn. <gasps> oh no, I'm playing. We too asked many a question. <laughs> now let's hear your answers. Sorry, it's time for the question Sorry, of the week. Y'all. It's not time for the question of the week. It's no, not. it's not. Time it's for, Leah's just, lightning round. This is me trying to get out of the lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I failed. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Best crayon color name. Oh. You can come up with it if you want. Rosy cheek pink. <laughs> <laughs> Rosy cheeks. Okay. No more. We already talked about this, but rubber cement. Gross. It no, <laughs> nasty. And it looks like, like you, a booger. It looks like a. You booger. can't tell me you didn't do that when you painted your desk and then rolled it up into those little boogers. Oh, I thought you were like, people. did I sniff it? <laughs> I did not sniff it. I did make rubber cement uh, boogers. boogers on my table. <laughs> Sorry to my second grade teacher who hated me. <laughs> Speaking of sniffing things, your oh. favorite smelling marker because you know you did that. Oh, oh. Sh- Sharpies all day. Okay. Right? Like you sniff Sharpies. No, no. but when I'm writing with one, <laughs> you're I'm gonna smell kinda that. like, hmm, this isn't as opposed to the you know those big poster board markers that have Magnum their oh, yeah. oh, Magnum. Oh, the yeah. Magnum. Those are ridiculous. So uh yeah, yeah. You don't like those smelly markers <laughs> yeah. like you buy like the Mr. Sketch ones? Oh yeah, my kids love those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you play the joke with your kids where you say, Hey, you smell this one and you shove it up I their know. nose? No, Louis. Because I did with all of mine. <laughs> I believe you did. <laughs> and the pot setting is they fell for it one after the other. It was awesome. That's bless their hearts. Is that it? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing well. Okay. Theme day. Theme day. School theme day. Oh, we did Lumberjack Day, and it's by far my favorite day of all time. Lumberjack Day? We all dressed up like Lumberjacks. My high school growing up, we had like like sawing, con- we sawed a log in half. We, we like went all, we were like spirit to the max in my house. We like... That's legit. We climbed the poles. They had the pole climbing gear. What did you do in your school? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. There, oh, what did you learn? <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no. Uh, we don't need no. <laughs> That's exactly what the next one is. We don't need no. Education <laughs> supplies oh, that are expensive. We don't need no Tonga Duga Rada pencils. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one for you. I want you to name all your school mascots. Oh, heaven. Okay. You were heaven. heaven. <laughs> no, I probably was. A bear, uh, maybe a moose, uh, Oki. Maybe that was the name of the bear, though. This was, what grade was it? Like, that was in, like, fourth grade. Um, I was a panther and a patriot and nothing weird. That was pretty okay, good. So, my, my, I was beaver. What? A beaver. Rochelle, Be- Be- I can't beaver. wait back. So many comments today that I could make, and I'm not gonna. And then, and then, uh, and then uh, our, uh, the hillside hornets, but they changed the huskies because we petitioned, and the rams, right? Go rams. Highland rams. Anyway. And a uh, ute. So I asked my, and a ute, and I asked my husband this, 
Oh, yeah. What were you at? In Spartan. Okay. UNCG yeah, Spartan. Spartans. Yeah, that's my husband. He goes, right now I'm a lion. Queen's University. Says, I was a Charlotte. Commodore. What is a Commodore? A Commodore is like, like you the, know, the band? No. Were you a singer? <laughs> <laughs> like, a, no. you know, the ship. Oh, you were a boat. <laughs> but not we're a, the boat. Not we're only, a mighty boat. Not that's only was boat. he a boat, he was a boat all three schools. What? Uh-huh. I'm like, that's lame. Well, the school where I teach, um, the middle school, elementary school, and high school all have the same, same thing, too. Oh, on. yeah. I have an interesting fact about that. Well, we're not going to talk. We can't about talk about it. Okay, on wait, hold we're on. not saying round. school names today. Any other lightning round questions for Leah? When I say boy bands. Oh, in sync all day. There's no question. <laughs> there, no. It, bring me Backstreet Boys, and I'll slap you. Like they're not back. They they were gone. They never came back because they never. Anyway, it's just upsetting, you guys. <laughs> no, seriously. In sync okay. all day. So then this goes to the last one, which is favorite song in high school. Sing us a line. <gasps> Oh, no. You it could be one. anything. Okay, Britney Spears came out as high school, and so it was Baby One More Time. No question. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> was okay. I to know? That always bothered me. I was song, and she says, supposed to know. know. <laughs> no. Something wasn't right here. As stated, there will be a male guest next week. I don't know what I have to do. you wanted to be. We would like to thank Rochelle for coming up and joining us today. Keep singing. Tell me, baby. Rochelle, continue enjoying your summer vacation. Thanks. Yeah. And and, and so we have have the following thing. Make sure dot, dot, dot. Oh, make sure that you are liking us on Facebook. Yeah. At Home Room with Lou and Leah. Yeah. So also, if you're looking for to read some flash nonfiction editorials on education, check out deliberatereform.blogspot.com. The author ties in educational topics with current podcast and New York Times bestselling books. All right. We'll be back in a few minutes to see what you guys were saying about school supply lists on our Facebook page. I'm excited. We asked a question. Now let's hear your answers. It's time for the question of the week. That's right. This week on Facebook, we asked people how they feel about school supply lists. Are they too demanding on parents or are they just fine? And we got lots of comments. It was awesome. Lots of comments. Lots of comments. Uh, Jody says, perhaps I'm a little biased, but I've never been too bothered by the list I've gotten. My elementary school has normal, easy-to-find items that are not too over-the-top. However, I have heard from friends at other schools that they've been given outrageous lists. Yeah, so Suzanne says, as a parent of a fifth grader, I've gotten used to the supply list. Though it's frustrating when those have must have items, flash drive folders, composition books, come home unused yes, in June. Right? Oh yeah. You send them back the next day. <laughs> like, Here you go. I'm not it even. Shouldn't kidding. be something we have to get used to if it's annoying. You know Ooh. What I mean? Ooh. Change it. There's Rochelle. <laughs> yeah, it's like my marriage. <laughs> She'll never get used to you. We, they should just saying it's like other thing. Education, you get used to it. Change it. Do something better. Mm. Yeah, I like oh, that. I like this next one. I want to read it. So Lucinda, another nationwide listener, <laughs> shout out to Lucinda, <laughs> says it's uh, it would be great. I just spent two hundred and fifty dollars on my four children list items, and then she says <gasps> after school starts, she gets a bill for each of her students for two hundred and fifty dollars per kid. That's that just that. These, those are for the extra special classes like the you know like i know for sure we didn't have that like when you had home ec or something in high yeah. school you don't have to pay an extra fee for that no we but we did have to bring in the food like they'd be like okay we're making cake everybody bring in whatever we had to buy our like um like when i made a glove i had to buy the material you made a glove lou i don't know did you sew a glove lou <laughs> yeah, yeah when i was in middle school when i lived in wyoming and we had middle school we had um a shop class and we'd have to pay for whatever project we would do Fee. so i would I mean, like, you paid per project, though, so I would just, you know, do the cheapest project and then watch my teacher do it because I pretended like I didn't know how to use the machines. <laughs> Wait, that's not how it happened. <clears throat> anyway. Oh, no, it, it's for you. Oh, no, no. Um, Colt says, ideally, in a perfect world, schools would be able to provide the necessary resources. I think it's an unfortunate need that school... Um, that should be kept within reason and should be purposeful. Everything on my supply list is something that my students use daily. Cole is a high school English teacher. I agree. Uh, don't ask for things that you don't know or that you know that, oh, we might use this. Because I don't think that's very fair. I think that, um, you know, make sure that, and if you're going to try like a, a new thing, like, oh, this year we're going to do a journal, you know, get the composition notebooks and 
halfway through like August, <laughs> you're like, uh, this no, no journal for me is the worst. So I think you use get, it for something else. You get that problem a lot with new teachers because new teachers like t- want to take on the world. Not that yeah. this is bad. They have come in with like full gusto and they're going to do this, this, and this. And then oh, I was that things girl. on their list. And then halfway they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear my school supply list after 10 years of teaching. We're going to do at the end of the show. I'm All excited. Right, so Becca says, I don't mind the. I don't mind the list, but last year she got three different versions. <gasps> no. That Come would on. be frustrating. Streamline that list, guys. Make sure that, you know. Sometimes you get one from the school and then one from this particular teacher, too. Mm-hmm. See, that's, no. Come on, get it together, y'all. Yeah. I like that she says, not that I mind another trip to Target, <laughs> yeah, right. dot, dot, dot. And says, I've, um, I've stopped. I supply um, for her students. However, students are responsible for the supplies um, that they steal, waste, or <laughs> <laughs> so. If you're wasting it, you have to pay for See, it. See, but that's brilliant. All of them. If you yeah. are, if you, if you're a kid that's like, if you're playing pencils, yeah, <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says that there's still sometimes assignments that she has due that have required materials. You know, like at home. Here's the thing. Okay, so I buy markers for my kids for school, but. They also need stuff for home too, mm-hmm. you know. Like you buy school supplies, but they're at the school. But if they have a project, they need the glue at home as well. So, um, I like what Christy said. Yeah, I like this one too. She doesn't mind the list, but she doesn't like going to five different stores to get yeah, the list for specific branding. Yeah. But she says she has a friend who they use their who's a PTA president, mm-hmm. and she created this really cool website where you just I guess like type in what school you're at and mm-hmm. what grade your kid's in and pay a fee and they just send you everything you need for that that's, kid. That's great. I that's like that idea. everything. I love that. Depending on what the fee is. Because y'all, I'm a super bargain shopper. Yeah. And I would be angry if they're buying like... Yeah, but see, that's the thing. So still, if paying a fee to school and having them buy a bulk as opposed to a company who's making a profit. Yeah. Is a, you know, would still be better. Yeah. But the bummer is your kid doesn't get the cute Fox notebook. Mm-hmm. You know, they get the orange one. If my daughter got an orange notebook, but a lot y'all eliminates the caste system you were talking about. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> but come on, give her purple though. Come on. All right, so I I'm gonna skip one. Okay. All right, and I'm gonna go to Linda. Linda. Right? Linda. So she talks about you know she grew up a while ago. <laughs> Mom, you're still beautiful In to me. <laughs> but uh, she says she didn't have to buy any of the school supplies. But my favorite part about her post is. Yeah. Is when she got done using the pencil? They had to measure it to make sure. Yeah. Before she got another one. Yeah, there was a pencil inspector, <laughs> so they didn't have to buy their school supplies. But the I guess a teacher or a nerdy student would be the one. Wait, inspection. Let me see. I mean, do they have like a measuring stick? It's ten minute, ten centimeters. You're good. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You can hold that pencil a little <laughs> bit longer. I would not want to be that kid. That's like. Negative safety patrol. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that kid's going to get beat up in the hallway. I want the pencil. But I kind of liked that. And she also said that school supplies should be covered by taxes. It's interesting. Um, you know, a couple years ago, they were trying to raise property taxes by like a hundredth of a cent or something. Mm-hmm. And for school costs. Um, and a lot of people complained about that and were like, no, don't no. Do that. Because I don't think people think about it logically. I think if people really thought, if you got people out there like, Pro- propaganding, I guess. <laughs> I'm just sure. a word. You're welcome. Uh, about it, and said you're you're buying, you're spending on average. People are saying a couple hundred dollars in school supplies. Are we're asking to raise taxes taxes by a hundred bucks? Hundred bucks. Would you rather pay a hundred bucks more taxes and eliminate having to school shop? But yeah. I think people just don't trust the system because they think they're going to raise taxes and I'm going to end up still having to school shop. That's what the well in Pennsylvania, my mother says that it still comes out of property taxes. That that's how they pay for their school supplies. And I kind of like that every kid gets the same brand of crayons and the same thing. Cause that way also, you know, I'm, I'm a little, um, funny. Like if I have like homework notebooks, which I don't cause I'm in high school, but like teachers will like ask for folders, get one for homework, get one for this. They're all different sizes. And when you try to like straighten them up, they never are straight. Be easier on the teacher, the uniformity, everything. Yeah. Um, Annie says some differences from working in an urban setting and a sub rural setting. Rural. Okay. Fun fact about that word. I lost the eighth grade spelling bee because of the word rural. Because I thought the teacher said whirl. W-H-I-R-L. I I legit said W-H-I-R-L. Whirl. And the word was rural. And then she was like, nope, that's wrong. Rude. I spelled whirl, right? Couch. C-O-R. 
are no, you didn't. you going to the you don't know the movie? <laughs> no. You don't know Billy Madison. You oh go. I love uh, I love Billy Madison. Stay here. <laughs> yeah, so something about that post I like. She said, you know, when she worked here in North Carolina, she couldn't ask for school supplies. Yeah. Because not everyone would be able to afford it. But she worked in Charlotte, yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like, but now she's able to ask school, where she works now, she's able to ask for school supplies. And she says that she has 20 students in a class, and they ask them to each bring in 12 glue sticks, and they all bring in 12 glue sticks. She gets 240 glue sticks a year. Good math. Wow. She is a math teacher. Yeah, that's a math teacher. All right, so Pamela says, unfortunately, yes. I think as a 32-year-old vet- veteran educator, Good it's important for, for parents to contribute towards the tools needed for their children to succeed in school. I agree to that. Yeah. I mean, you're investing in your child's future. I don't know if I can I can argue that fancy scissors will it's an investment in my child's future. Or the 8-pack of crayons. Or the 8-pack of crayons. Um, but or or still. here, I this one I got twistable colored pencils. And here's my... The a teacher I'm, asked for yeah, that? Those yeah. are six bucks? Yeah. And so I just got the 24-pack that was cheaper and less. And my kid will probably be the one that doesn't... But the problem is you have those parents out there who go exactly by the list, especially yeah. new parents in kindergarten year. You're like going down that list. Oh, and yeah. when it says you have to have this, you get this. Yeah. And how much more expensive it is. So if they don't have to have twistable... Cra- uh, you better give me a really good reason I'm buying the twistable colored pencils oh, above f- the regular... Fun fact, when pack. kids are in high school... They, I don't think they go back to school shopping as much. Their parents are like, you'll be fine. You have stuff. Go. Because I think they're over it. So I don't get cute things happening in my classroom. <laughs> um, Jessica says, I do think there needs to be a balance. Teachers generally end up spending their own money. Um, so it's super helpful to have parents pitch in for supplies. Um, but there should definitely be a cap. And it should focus on the needs versus wants. I liked that. I just think that the fact that the teachers don't have a budget for their classroom, not huge. There's but, no money. But $40. But again, why not? When there's, so, I see so much wasted money. Yeah. There's so much w- things that are bought by school systems that go unused. Such as? <laughs> I, I, smart boards that don't get used by yeah, teachers. Yeah, that's a bummer. They get, people don't I mean, use technology. Lots of things that don't get used by teachers, like uh, supplies that are bought when you have a certain amount of left on your budget that you have to use, you're going to lose it, so they just mm, buy something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how come that money can't be how come that money can't be sent to having a teacher appreciation week or giving yeah. teachers a gift certificate to Walmart so they can buy their supplies yeah, or pe- to the school supply store if you're worried about teachers buying not spending it for school buy to teacher supplies it'll store. all work out in the end they're going to buy school supplies eventually yeah. if you want to uh, buy a teacher a gift people are always asking me that buy them a gift card to purchase school supplies it doesn't matter if it's July we buy school supplies all year long yeah. Um, Courtney, she was a PTO president, and she says all the money they raise goes back into the classroom, and she feels like her school supplies list are fair, and they like to put their money that the PTO raises right back into the hands of teachers, which I think is really cool. Fair enough. I'm, I'm going to jump down one. Yeah. So, Benjamin. Ben. <laughs> yeah. I love this that one. That feeling when your school list asks for Crayola. But your mom buys rose art. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to the Picasso statement. Like, what kind of artists are we trying to create here? Rose art is an inferior crayon, though. I will admit that. They're a little more waxy. However, sometimes that's all you can afford. But it is kind of a bummer, you know, when kids don't yeah. have this. I read this thing. blog of this lady out. Uh, she was in Minnesota or something. She said they had the whole like, oh, yeah. back to school meeting about how it specifically said no rose art products. And they had they oh could not gosh. buy rose art products. And the Dude. principal actually mentioned it. Rude. Sorry, rose art. <laughs> if you want to sponsor our show, though, yeah, yeah. you are <laughs> fine. Ahead. We will push your products. So, um, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Another nationwide listener from New Mexico, I believe Leah said. Yeah. Yeah, New Mexico. So I just wanted to uh, I just want to pay the school a fee. Cash fee. Yeah. Amen, Paul. The teacher can use it to buy the rice supplies in bulk at a lower cost and everyone is happy. Yeah. I don't know if everyone's happy, but it's smarter. Amen, Paul. It it's kind of a pain to find the specific things teachers want. I think that would be nice. See, but honestly, conspiracy theory, I think we just talked about how it's the biggest money making thing outside Christmas. You That's a good point. know big companies have a pole in this. You know companies oh, yeah. have a pole in it. Because it would make so much more sense to do it another way. But no, because when you go to school, yeah, go school supply shopping, you end up buying random minion notebooks and sandwich baggies. Or other <laughs> stuff you don't need. And not just that, but you know these people are making ridiculous money it's true. off of people going back to yeah. and buying the cute fox 
booklet. Because they're cute. Instead, or the cute composition booklet costs twice the amount. Everything What's is up a conspiracy. I'm telling like, you, there's got to be something with it. Um, Erica says... It's all says, about the money. It's all about the money. It's a lot for I love that. Um, she thinks it's a lot for families with limited income. She says she spent a ton on her kindergarten list and it would be a struggle for families. Then she posted her list and she said there's just a lot of specific yeah. things. You know, when teachers are super specific, um, I understand why you'd want to be why you'd want to be specific. <laughs> Sometimes Southern comes out of this mouth. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. I said I'm trying, y'all. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm good. You're good. You feel like we've we've covered it. Yeah. Um. My um. Erin says she has an issue with glue sticks. She's like, Dude, everyone has issues with glue sticks. She's like, what? What? Why can't we just use paste? Paste lasted all year. Because st- you know what kids do with paste? They eat it everywhere. Like you put it on the back of your hand, you peel it off. I did that with Elmer's glue. Did yeah. you make hands out of your Elmer's glue? Of course mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. Can but- they make their own with like flour and water? <laughs> Is that like a thing? <laughs> I think that's what it was. It's called Mod Actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just do that. Paper like machine. One of those, like, uh, tongue depressors. <laughs> Stir it around. And I'm sure that go. wouldn't cause a mess. <laughs> it was really classy. Um, Adrian, this will be our last one. She says that every time I see a school supply list, I remember Jovan in fifth grade getting scolded for not having a notebook. Oh. And then going out to the store with my mom that night to buy him school supplies. I worry about entire schools of Javon's without kids whose parents can afford to buy extra and entire schools of kids like me where there is plenty of excess. I worry how the outcomes will differ and how badly the Javon's will hurt from them. That was a downer, but totally legit, right? Yeah. Like there are kids, and it's wrong that teachers like, they're saying, oh, you're not prepared. Why don't you have a pencil? And I'm telling you, kids always need pencils, y'all. Buy me pencils. But, um. So you, you- should watch the documentary, Last Last Chance You on Netflix. Yeah. Like that's her big thing. And these are kids in junior colleges that are big time football players that cannot or had some issues. Yeah. They couldn't go to big time schools mm-hmm. or even got kicked out of some big time schools. And the first thing she asked her kids all the time. Do you have a pencil? Yeah. Do you have a pencil? And so people from around the country and around the world <laughs> sent her packs and packs of pencils. Yeah. 248 packs of pencils. Send me 248. <laughs> if somebody wants to buy me pencils, I mean, every day there is a kid without a pencil. And, you know, and sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, you knew you were coming to school. Why didn't you grab a pencil? And honestly, I've done home visits. Some kids really don't have the opportunity to have these supplies. I don't know. I was so, without a pencil. I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I actually just never take notes. And here's the other thing, like halfway through the school year, if I needed more school supplies, my mom, I don't know if my mom was like this, but in my mind, I was like, I don't even want to ask her. Like I was almost embarrassed to ask for something else that time. Like, I need more lead. Yeah. I need more 0.67. I need 007 pencil lead. All right, or so great answers to our questions of the week. Yeah. That was awesome. I feel like everybody was really um, engaged with this one. That was cool. And yeah, so thanks so much. And come back at 10 till to get your homework assignment. Oh, man. For next week. All right. All right. So I've thoroughly enjoyed talking about school supply lists today. I have a question for Lou. Lou. Yes. What was your school supply list when you were in, when you were a teacher? What when I was a teacher? Break? Yeah. Uh, I did not have one. Okay. Nor did I care. I was, <laughs> I was one of those people where if uh, you can bring a pencil to class, great. If not, then I will give you a golf pencil I bought online for like a hundred for like four. Brilliant. For like, for That's like, not a terrible thought. For like fifty Lou. cents. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm. I'm a pretty smart guy. I might not look it. <laughs> so teachers out there, buy go on, buy a box. Yeah, so giant golf pens. But a lot of that was out of necessity because I worked at a Title One school sure. in downtown Greensboro, mm-hmm. and my kids had nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And so I supplied a lot of the stuff for them. But we also got a lot of money through Title One funds, so I was able to do that. That's cool. You know, I wasn't going to go get the Taikanga Roka pencil, but <laughs> I was going to give him a golf pencil. I think that's cool. I think it's important to uh, get you know, help done. your kids. Um, we want to hear about my, what my school Yeah, yeah. So is. my question, Leah, what, yes. was, what is your school supply list? I teach 10th grade English. I teach all levels, like really, really smart kids and really, really smart kids. <laughs> all levels of students. Um, they have to bring three things. Something to write on, something to write with, and something to put it all in. There you are. And Brilliant. that's why I tell him. Right they on, a, right with, put it in. or a trapper keeper? Uh, I had one kid who just kept it all in like a folder all year. 
and it was this like three inch folder. <laughs> he kept all of his work from all of his classes in like one like yep. junk Manila folder. folder. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. And it, it was like March, and I brought him a binder and dividers, and he's like, I, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, it's just for some kids like that organization piece is just never going to happen. In the folder. Yeah, it just goes in the folder. And you know what? He never missed an assignment. It was me. I was the one upset about his folder because all I could see was if he drops that, the world will end. Like it's there were so many papers. Oh, especially outside as it kind of drifts away. Oh yeah, like, uh. like a movie. Anyway, so something to write on, something to write with, and something to keep it all in. That's just what I say mm-hmm. to parents. But if they want to buy me supplies, I have other supplies that yeah, I need. Yeah, did your does your school or schools that you worked at do like the giving tree? Yeah. Where you have like a tree that they walk in and they like pluck something <laughs> off and if you want to buy it, you can. Yeah, for teachers. Um, yeah. None of the schools I've worked at that I know of have done that unless yeah, you want to tell like, me that we've done that. So the great thing is like uh, my daughter, she had a teacher they had like the giving tree yeah. and he, had, he put some serious stuff up there and he's like a Porsche. <laughs> I mean, that's cool too, y'all. Um, I would love colored pencils and markers for my classroom. See, I like to color code poems and That's another stuff. way to streamline those lists though. Give an essential list and then underneath it say, if you have the extra, please buy Yeah, and this. I'll use it for everybody mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So, yeah, and I've had parents come up to me and say, if there's one thing that you need, what can I get for you? Yeah. But Which I think people, parents Diet would be more Coke. willing to do that if they knew they weren't spending an exorbitant amount on mm-hmm. yeah on lists. And I also find that if I ask a parent personally to purchase something for yeah. me, it can be uncomfortable. But if if I ask them personally, I usually get it. You know, like if I say, "Hey, I need colored pencils so we can color code these poems next week," they'll be like, "Okay, sure. How many do you need?" I'll be like, four hundred eighty-seven, and I get. Four hundred. Maybe not that many. <laughs> I just need two per kid, so <laughs> sixty will work for me just fine. All right, so uh, good show today, Lewis. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. that ultimately we what the conclusion or the consensus is that we all need to work together, right? <laughs> Rochelle, you're allowed to woot woot. I like Jeez, to. Woot, no woot. one's allowed to woot woot. <laughs> woot woot. What are you gonna do? Oh, man. What you gonna do? <laughs> Can you talk now? Because I turned off your microphone. <laughs> all right, she's back on. He turned off my microphone. All right, so next week we are going to discuss the impact of homework, y'all. I'm excited for this show. Yes. I'm so excited. So our question for you we're is... Wait on impact of Hang homework. on. Oh, yeah. We got, we got a bumper. The irony is we're going to assign homework before we talk about homework. Yeah. Here it is. Homework. 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 Do, Do it. it. <laughs> you still got to post a video. Maybe. So our homework assignment for you is to so go on. So if we on, get 150 likes, we post a video. Yes. Okay. I will post the video. That's of our me goal, y'all. In pajamas, <laughs> screaming "Do it!" into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that's <laughs> gonna be a good day. Um, so on our Facebook page, Homeroom with Lou and Leah, the question of the week for next Monday is. What are the pros and cons of homework? We want to hear from educators, students, and parents, please. That way we get a full range of uh, perspectives. Because that's the point of the show, right? Lots of perspectives. Mm -hmm. And um, this is a very highly debated topic. It is. It is. So thanks for coming to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. Be sure to like and share our page. Homeroom with Lou and Leah with your pals on Facebook. Remember, 150 likes. We get Leah in pajamas. (laughs) Screaming, do it. Do it. Do it. This week's show will be available as a podcast later this week, probably Tuesday night-ish. Ish. Yeah. Phil. So check on our <laughs> Facebook page for it. So thanks for listening, y'all, and we'll listen, we'll hear you. No? We will... We look forward to hearing yeah. from you yeah. on Something Facebook. next week. <laughs> All right. See you Bye, later. Y'all.